Welcome to Money, Mindset, and Marketing for Photographers. I'm your host, business coach, and former photographer, Safina Duke. Let's challenge the rules of how you think you should be doing business. We'll look at what it really takes to sell your work for thousands of dollars and attract the clients who will love to pay you for it. Listen on to start creating your dream portrait business. Oh, hey there. I am having the best day today. So it's Tuesday. On Tuesdays, my daughter does like a half day of preschool. So I have a few hours to work and I have been going to my local Starbucks and sitting there and working. And this is actually my Starbucks where I did my first in-person sales session. So it's kind of like memorable for me because I think back to maybe six years ago and I was just a baby photographer and I had done my first like I had just I hadn't even known about Sue Bryce, but I had seen another photographer do the matted prints. And so I like bought all these matted prints and laid them out all over this probably dirty Starbucks coffee table. And my clients didn't buy any of them because I had two different price lists. So they bought from the cheaper price list, but they still spent a decent amount of money. So that was my first in-person sales experience. And now here I am all these years later working there as a coach. It's so fun. And the other thing I just have to mention is that I just finished eating this lasagna that I made last night and it's so good. And I I don't really know where I'm going with that, but today I'm going to talk about a little bit about cooking. <laughs> and one of the things that I've been cooking is this lasagna. So just know that, that I am now a cook. <laughs> okay. So I did a live in my group about this, about falling in love with the process, and I've been thinking about it a lot. I've been going about my day kind of realizing how much I am not present for the process of whatever I'm doing, okay? So here's what I think. Most of us have compartmentalized our life into fun things, like things that we get to do to relax and to enjoy ourselves, and then we have the other compartment of things we have to do. The have-to-do list usually involves things that keep us healthy and functioning, right? Like work, going to the dentist, eating healthy, working out, taking a shower, cleaning our house, doing our laundry, driving to and from places. You could even throw taking care of your kids in there, keep you like not being a terrible parent. Some of us enjoy these tasks more than others do, right? Like some of us actually like There's some people who like going to the dentist. There's some people who love doing laundry or cleaning. But in general, these are the things that we all think are like the have-to-do tasks, right? And of course, there are also people who like have a really hard time even doing little things like getting dressed for the day or getting showered for the day. But in that general compartment, it's just like we have to do it. We know we have to do it or we're supposed to do it. But we tell ourselves we don't enjoy it and we don't want to do it. And for a lot of ADHD people, I know for especially my clients, like they will avoid doing these things. And I have ADHD. I do the same thing. Like I kind of just push it off because in my head it is a negative thing or it's a hard thing. Okay. So the thing that I've noticed about the have to do tasks is that we rush through them. When we rush through them, it's because we don't want to be doing them. We don't enjoy them. We don't even want to enjoy them. We just want them to be done. And we actually just 
really don't know how much we could enjoy it. Like we don't even think that it's possible that doing laundry could be enjoyable, right? I want to offer a different perspective on those things. So something I've discovered, especially in my 20s, like I still am in my 20s, but I feel like I've discovered it over the years, is that we have a choice to look at things like this differently. And it's not that hard. In fact, there are many times where we will do a task with love and we will enjoy it because it has a small nuance to it. So one of my clients and I always talk about household chores, especially when you are you have all these things to do with your kids running around and bothering you while you're doing it. <laughs> we talk about the difference between wiping down your beautiful kitchen island when you just moved into your house and you want to keep it clean and beautiful versus having to clean it off for the third time that day when you've lived in your house for many years and it's not new and cool anymore. We talk about the difference between carefully laundering your new beautiful sweater, hanging it to dry, and then getting so excited to put it on the hanger and put it in your closet where you can see it, right? We all do that when we get new clothes or maybe, I don't know, I do that. Versus when that sweater is five years old and you're just throwing it in the laundry to get it done. It's your job to start to see things for the first time again. And we are going to go into how this relates to your business, but I'm going to give you some examples of other things first. So for example, I was thinking today as I was speeding around town to all my destinations about being present while driving, I'm almost always in a rush. I notice this about myself. I don't even know why I do it. I've been rushing through the whole day. Like I would wake up, rush to get my daughter in the car to take her to daycare, rush to drive her to daycare, rush to drive to the gym, rush through my workout, rush home. And I started noticing that and asking myself like, what am I rushing to? Like rushing to the end of the day? Am I rushing to the end of my life? (laughs) And the interesting thing is that driving isn't always a rush. It hasn't always been a rush. Okay. So for example, when I bought my car, I drive an Audi Q7. It's like a little cute SUV mom car. I absolutely love my car. It's like the nicest car I've ever had. And the day that I went to buy it, I test drove it and I didn't rush anywhere. I wasn't like rushing through the lights or the yellow lights or whatever. I wasn't halfway stopping at all the stop signs. (laughs) I'm sure you guys are like judging me for my driving right now. I was in love with each turn, each stop the feeling of where the seat was and the wheel and the acceleration. Like I was just noticing the car and enjoying it and loving getting to drive that car around. And what if everything we do could be like that, right? Like the car is still the same car. I just forgot to enjoy it anymore. I just got distracted. I just started thinking that driving wasn't important or it wasn't like interesting or it couldn't be fun anymore. And I started rushing through it. And when I rush through it, I just don't enjoy it the same way. Are we scared to enjoy life because we've been taught that we are never enough, that there's never enough time, that you never accomplish enough? And I kind of think of these guys that are like the the hustle bros that are like always, I've talked about hustle culture two times now, two times in a row on the last podcast and this one. But I think about those bros, those bro people who are like, hey, you're never working hard enough and you need to wake up at 4 a.m. and like all of those things, right? We 
for some reason we have internalized that and we're living our life as if we're in a race to something. I don't know what it is necessarily. And another example is cooking. So I personally have been a baker my whole life. I love baking and I was never good at cooking. You know how people say you can have one or the other? So I was like, I'm just not a cook. Don't know how to do it. Never bothered to learn. Like my mom cooked and I didn't really like pick up on anything that she did. So I did not know how to do anything. Didn't know how to cook chicken. Didn't know how to shop for things. And it would take me hours to go through the process of cooking whenever I tried. So I kept making it my goal. Like I think in 2019 when I started the year, I was like, my goal is to cook more often. And it was just so difficult. Like I would take so long to find a recipe that was healthy, that I knew I could do, that didn't have weird mysterious ingredients that I didn't know where to get them from. And then I would go to the grocery store with my ingredient list that was already difficult for me. And I had no idea what certain things looked like, <laughs> like just certain types of vegetables. I was like, I don't know what that is. I, don't, I had to Google what the picture of it looked like so I could find it. I didn't know where it was located. It was so hard. And then when I was cooking, it was like so overwhelming because you had to do all these things and multitask. And you had to, for me, I had to like learn how to cook noodles and I had to learn how to cook meat and just all of these things at the same time. And all I was doing was trying to get to the end result, which was eating my meal and having a fresh meal to eat. And so for me, it was not worth it, right? When I was result focused and all I wanted was the end result, of course, it would be easier for me to just go buy a meal because that wasn't worth it. But lately, I started seeing these people on TikTok and they share themselves cooking. And it is so beautiful, you guys. I might have to just like link them or share them whenever I share the podcast. But the way that they cook is amazing. They weren't violently chopping things to try to get the meal done. They were careful and attentive. I saw how gracefully they prepared the different parts of their meal, how they took their time taking out all the ingredients and washing them, cleaning them, getting them ready, and how they garnished everything and they made it look fancy and like it had care put into it. And I noticed the love that they had of preparing something amazing for themselves. They were not having the same experience that I had when I was trying to cook. And they also didn't have any kids running around, which I'll just throw that little disclaimer in there, (laughs) but I'm just kidding. I got really inspired to cook from videos like that. So I started to get excited about recipes. And for almost an entire month now, I've been cooking almost every single night. And it's so effortless. It's so different than it used to be. And it's because I've changed the way that I look at it. And so what I want to ask you is what if it's not supposed to be hard forever, right? Sometimes photographers will say, I just can't see myself doing this forever. Like I need a break. It's so much work. It's so overwhelming. And I just want to say to you, if you're feeling like that in your business, it's not supposed to feel that way forever. It's not meant to feel like a constant hustle and struggle. And we can't deny that doing new things feels hard. So if you're at the beginning stages of your business or you're learning something new, like a new skill, of course, it might not be enjoyable. Of course, it might be hard the first time. It's like me when I had to learn how to cook 
noodles and chicken all at the same time and how to cut an onion, like just all at the same time, right? It's very overwhelming. It's hard. And so we're not talking about new things here, but we're talking about just like once you have learned how to do some of these things, it's your responsibility as you continue to try and find your rhythm, to find the joy in the things that you're doing. And behind all of the things that I mentioned are two very different energies. There's the avoidance. There's the, I don't want to be here, but I am. So there, like I showed up. So there, right? Like that's how so many people are showing up to their business. Like, I don't want to make a post, but like here, somebody said I had to make a post. So here it is. Are you happy now? (laughs) Right? That's the energy behind it versus the people who learn to love cooking, cleaning, and business. There's that energy of the care, like just caring for something that you really love, of showing up to tend to something that you deeply are passionate about or excited about. It's such a different energy. So where are you motivating yourself from? If you are constantly motivating from not enough, can you see how you would hate your business? It's pretty clear, right? If you're always, no matter what you accomplish, no matter what you do, you're always just telling yourself, nope, you're not enough. You got to work harder. You got to show up more. I used to get coached on that so much. Because everything I did was like I had been raised as like as an Indian parent with from an Indian parent. And sometimes the way that we were motivated was always like very, you know, you're not going to get a good enough grade or you have an A, but you don't have an A plus. Right. Or you got you have a good grade. But what about the next test? Like it's always you're not enough. What if you aren't enough later? You got to keep being motivated from that. So. For me, that's where I was also motivating myself from. And it doesn't work. It's not as effective. And you also don't enjoy your business. So what if you purposely thought about the last person who loved their photographs and you let that motivate you? Like the last person that cried when you showed them their pictures. Or the impact that you deeply want to make on the way that children experience their worth in the family, right? I know a lot of people who are really passionate about that, who really believe that if children see their portraits, their family portraits up on the wall or just their portraits, and they get to walk by that and they get the sense that they are worth enough to be like put up and paid for big print and like up on the wall in the main area of the family, that that will impact their confidence and the way that they see themselves. Or if you let yourself be fueled by the challenges that teenage girls face in today's society and the way that your work can change how they experience their beauty. That So that personally was like one of the things that motivated me working with high school seniors and especially mainly girls. I love that. I love thinking about how just how terrible it must be to live in our society where you're compared to billions, millions, billions of people around the world and all of the most beautiful, skinniest, richest people in the whole world and how hard that must be as a teenager with social media and just how much opportunity I had to change the way someone saw themselves in one photo shoot with me. Now that is a motivation that will just carry you so much further than the not enoughness, right? 
And I also just want to think about a couple of these things, which is what if we weren't in such a rush all the time? What are we rushing to? And lastly, why are we doing it? Like, why are we doing this in the first place? Are we doing it to be good, to be the best, to get the end result, to die and retire one day and be like, oh, we did it. We got the best results. We're the best. Or are we doing it because it's fun? And I know you might be saying, I'm doing it because I want to make money. And to that, I'll challenge you that I know lots of people who are also doing their business to make money and they're still not making money. They're making it difficult. They're not having fun and they're still not making money. (laughs) So what could possibly go wrong if you decided to slow down and enjoy a little bit more? If you got rid of the limiting beliefs that money and work had to be hard and not fun. Every time I've been burnt out and fallen out of love with my business, it's because I've fallen out of love with the process. So I'll leave you with that to ruminate on this week. And if you are ready to make more money with more ease in your photography business, I am the person to help you. We will work together for six months to change the way you receive money. You can schedule an appointment to talk about coaching in the link in the show notes. I'll see you next week. If you're ready to take your portrait business to the next level, you can work with me one-on-one in my six-month coaching program. We'll look at exactly how you've created your current results and dissolve all the ways you're still blocking income. Go to the link in the show notes and book your free business consultation call. And if you're loving the show, make sure you join us in the free Facebook community, Money, Mindset, and Marketing for Photographers. We'll see you in there.